Kim, it is an absolute pleasure to be talking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to do us. First thing first, we'll check in. How's your day going, man? It's good. It's good. Right outside my window here is my. I'm in my bedroom here in uh, Tunsberg, Norway. It's just been crazy wind coming from the north for two days, straight days, and I'm I'm having this field outside, and it's just sand. It's like Mad Max. It's sand everywhere. <laughs> Feels like I'm in Australia or something. You know, different. Yeah. For those who've never ever been to Norway, I think when you talk about it, you conjure up images of barren wastelands of nothing, then your random house in the middle of nowhere, and that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess. I guess we're we're uh, we live in this uh, country full of you know it's it's got great nature uh, and always uh, implanted in in Norwegian bands' music. I think so in in one way or the other. You know, of course, of course, are, it's synonymous. Yeah. It's synonymous with as well with a specific type of music. Um, when it comes to Zero Mansa, how do you feel like then you kind of stand out amongst what is a, a history within Norway of a different style of metal? Yeah, you know, uh, you're from metal side of things, I know. <laughs> and uh, then I think when Zero Mansa is different, there's not many bands in our genre in Norway. It's not a big genre. And uh, I mean, yeah, the dark industrial uh, genre is not <laughs> very big at all. But uh, for us, it's been doing something that is personal, right? And that feels, um, you know, right for us. And we have been, I'm turning 50 years old in October, you know, and I was, I was brought up in with the electronic music, uh, the, like the what can I say? The dark music in in the in the early eighties. A lot of, a lot of synths, you know, but also a lot of uh, organic music, and and it's just been with us since since our childhood years, actually. And and we're we're so old school, you know. <laughs> it all dates back to when we we were were youngsters, teenagers. I think that that you bring that along throughout your life. That music that was created when you were young, it's just stays in your heart. And it's still to this day, I mean, I mean I'm I'm a vinyl guy. I go and buy vinyls and I lost all my vinyls in a in a in a, in a fire in an apartment many years ago. Uh, so now I'm like kind of, you know, for the last few years I've been trying to to recreate uh, <laughs> my collection and it's I I I I tend to buy the the old stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what was important then is important now, and for Seramancer, it's always been our 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 mission is to blend the electronic side of music with the organic side of music, uh, which is not very easy, you know. And at least when we are trying to, we're very concerned about the band side of it. It's it's needs the music needs to be alive we don't want that static feel since we're we're we're, do, we're dealing with electronics and programming you know so we use a lot of analog analogs gear and trying to make things just be really interesting and, and not dead you know uh melody is always a very vital side of serum answer and um the lyrics are important too and uh, we're trying to it's hard i mean i'm 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 norwegian you know uh mm. I, english is not my mother tongue and trying to write uh, good 
English, uh, I mean, lyrics in a foreign language is very hard. <laughs> I have to admit, uh, I've been doing it for many years, but uh, it's, I find it very interesting to trying to be, to be original, you have to play with words and, and, and come up with all these twists and turns, I think, you know, to make it interesting. Yeah, of uh, course, because whether it be a, a specific word that might sound and be exactly the same thing, but mm. mean two different things and those aspects of the English language are, you know, it's when you yeah, see you know. it like I do, you mm. kind of forget that out there it is a very complex language for others to learn. Yeah, yeah it is. That is. There's so many layers, you know. When, mm. uh, um, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you know the the, the, the old history of Seeromancer because, we're of course, we're, there wouldn't be a Seeromancer if there wasn't a band called Seigman. Yeah. that you know Noralf, alex and me in in Seramancer, we used to play or we, we're still playing in simon but uh we created that band in in back in 1989 so we're dinosaurs you know and and that band lasted 10 years we had a then then um, then we had a farewell tour with simon and we uh we were just uh, struck with sadness and despair and uh we were terrified that we we're not gonna do any music anymore uh so we were on the ashes of Simon. We we created this band, Seromancer, went to Los Angeles, uh, started off a whole new dream. Uh, and then eventually we uh, we became uh, this uh, this band, Seromancer. That's uh, what we tr talked about in the beginning. That's it's, it's very different from, from the Norwegian scene in general, uh, especially the metal scene. But... Uh, uh, in connection with that, the, the band Simon actually, because we were we were a punk dark uh, act when we started off, and 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 lending, uh, uh, getting into the metal scene, and then out of the metal scene into the electronic side of things, and experimenting a lot. And but in and in the in the early days, mm -hmm. 91, 92, 93, uh, a lot of the um, the bands in that black metal scene was actually listening to segment so mm. there there are some connections here and we've had um a lot of the um there's a lot of respect going you know in, between the bands um so i know there's a lot of um uh, what do you say uh you 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 like or you love a band but you can't really say it you know because right. it's it's not really political, right? But we have a lot of the metal people like Seromancer a lot. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you, you want to be true black metal, whatever, so you can't admit that you like an industrial band. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's always a crossover. Um, you've been, you, you personally, you've witnessed so many changing stages of the music scene. Not what I'm just yeah, talking about yeah. rock and metal here from the yeah. 80s through the 90s and stuff like that. How, yeah. how have you... I guess in your in your eyes, how have you managed to stay relevant? Yeah, well, you have to be true to yourself. I mean, and um, it's 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 not like you're. Uh, um, how can I say? Um, um, we're we just we we are a band that always feel that we have to fight for things. You know, nothing comes easy to you. Yeah. Uh, we have to fight for everything. And when we, we love to battle, we love to have those obstacles because we like to just, you know, we, we put our fist up in the air and like, we're gonna fucking do it, you know? 
like whatever happens and we stay together you know because we're we're really like we we have this thing with being in a band it's so important to us i mean and and as the years go by it just makes it more and more and more important mm. uh, and i think to 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 have that um you know that 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 glow that fire within um you have the passion for music and I mean, I go into the studio pretty much every day and I write stuff down all the time. My head is never, never, ever like uh, at ease. You know, it's constantly something going on. I have chronic migraines. I probably why, you know, but there's always inspiration. It's, I never have a, a dead moment. Uh, so I guess I'm privileged in some, some way, but it's, it's everything we do. I feel it's a natural thing. Mm. And that question about being relevant, I'm, I'm not sure. We're just doing, just doing what we feel. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. But of course, there's inspirations everywhere coming from all parts. I mean, books, movies, uh, uh, going to a, one concert can change a lot. I mean, going, listening to one album makes you like, you know, everything changes. And I mean, there's so many that's uh, and I think that's that's what our mission is too. Uh, I, I have said that before that uh, m our most important thing is to inspire other people. Mm. And I think that goes for a lot of people too, uh, the other way around, because I get easily inspired by people, you know, every uh, not like arts in general. So it's all doing music. You have to think about so much more things than just the music. I mean, there's there's so much other stuff coming with the music as well and the art direction especially is really important to me it, it's all like a yeah and it's, it's it has to stand in time so it's important that you take no easy way out there are then you will pay for it later and i think we and it and also it's the stayer thing is is that you never give up and you yeah. You know, you know, and, and people get a lot of musicians that I really don't like. I, I don't understand what they're doing or I, I'm not like I don't like it. But if they they get they get my, you know, approval or, or like if they continue doing it, you know, and just um, it's that never give up thing. I, yeah. I, I just love that. Well, it makes sense as well, because, of course, we are to talk partially about Orchestra of Knives, your new yeah. album out the 24th of September 2021. So a little under a month now. Now, this has been, for fans, a bit of a long wait. Can you yeah. kind of go into depth about what's different this time around? If anything at all, is there anything particularly different that you think that's meant the eight years aren't going to be as noticeable? Uh, well, you know, I think... Uh, the material for this album was written not too long after the release of Bye Bye Borderline in 2013. Uh, there was a best of album coming uh, a year later and then it was a new song there called The Underground on that album. And then we started writing the material for Orchestra Knives. Uh, and then what happened was that the guitar player in uh, Searmancer for 15 years since this, uh, he, he joined us after the Psy6 uh, album in 2003. Um, his head was messed up. He had too much uh, stuff going on, family, and he couldn't concentrate. And uh, he left the band and um, he 
he left us in a, a bit of a despair. I mean, we were grown old, you know, and getting a new guy into the band. Uh, we thought like, can we manage? I mean, we have so much other projects and so much other things going on. So it was a, a couple of rough years and uh, we had in between here, I've released two albums uh, with a, my solo project called Jungblut. Uh, released an album with Seigman, uh, our kind of comeback album in 2015, a book with Simon, uh, a vinyl box uh, with Simon. And um, so it's like we haven't been lazy. You know, mm -hmm. there's been things going on uh, that hasn't benefited Searmancer in any way. So we this material actually needed uh, to be put in a box for many years and then when Perulov, our new guitar player, um, a real true metalhead, <laughs> which uh, maybe is what we needed, uh, he came into the band and freshened things up. And we just, it's was, was like almost, we, we just, it was like a, a real fresh start for us. And when the pandemic situation comes into the picture, it's just, for us, it's been uh, great. Yeah. So yeah. finally... Uh, we can isolate ourselves, you know, and we can go into the rehearsal studio and don't think about playing the old stuff, rehearse uh, set lists that we, we can just concentrate on the new songs, you know, so we've had so much time in our hands uh, and we, we focused so much better because um, there's not all these distractions. It's been a, a terrible time, you know, for, throughout the world and 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 it's been hard here i mean i'm family people are home and you know but it's musically i mean it's been doing so much music so there's tons of things coming out with the, the bands that i'm in so i think that's uh, it's i think people listening to this album it's not a pandemic album because mm. the, the stuff were written a long time before but um i think I think it's an, an, an interesting album. I think there's the the, the 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 sonics of this album. It's something that can can uh, live on a bit. I think it's not it's not going to be boring. I think. Did you did you when you came to working with a new guitarist and get back in the studio and putting it together? Mm -hmm. Did you find yourself like what you had written uh, X amount of years earlier on? Did you find yourself changing a lot of things, or is it very much what it was? No, it was changing a lot. And I think that was the good part because if we'd have done continuing with the material in 2014, 15, it would have sounded a lot different. And this guitar player comes in uh, and he like the, the first single, Dan Lemond, uh, he, he was, and he, and he came in and said like, all the material is great guys. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And we were like, we were not really sure, you know? And he just said like, and, and it's great. Just let, let us do it. Let's do it all in the rehearsal studio and then record it. And then and he actually changed this song down the month. It had a chorus, which was okay, but he actually come up with them some new guitars and sent it to me. I go straight out in the studio, have a new chorus ready in a few hours. And it was stuff like that happening. And also uh, when you're listening to this album, you hear that the vocals are so much, uh, more upfront in the in in the in in the picture and and, and um, we've given Alex a lot more space uh, this time and 
we've actually, I mean, we've, I've been playing with this guy for 32 years as a songwriter and he's a singer, you know, and it takes, uh, uh, and it's, it's dawned on me now that like, maybe I should like put some songs up a few notes <laughs> so he can have a better time singing it, you know? <laughs> and we've done a lot of things like that, changing the tempo, changing the tones of the songs. And with two songs on the album, we actually recorded the songs and we're sitting in the mixing process and said to ourselves, like, no, fuck this. Mm. It's not right. It's we can do it better. And uh, we had the time to do it. There was no pressure. Uh, and it wasn't hard work even. It was just fun. And we just, you know, we were just positive and said, like, OK, it's yeah, it might be 95 percent. but It's not 100 percent. So we just. We scratched the whole thing and started over. And that was, uh, you know, and, and sitting with the, 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 the album now, it, it felt so good doing it, so. It's awesome to hear that because the expectation by some might be, particularly when you talk about being in the music game for so many years, is that mm. you might be a little bit stubborn, a little bit like, no, I want the song this way <laughs> and that way. So the idea that, you know, as you say, you yeah. rewrote and, took in this new influence and le still learning, still learning. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and, and, and musicians are very uncertain people, you know? You have this belief all the time. I think all people that are doing art is having this, these problems because you feel that you're never better than your last release, you know? And it's, it's always, you always doubt. So, um, and um, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely what do you i gotta ask them what do you kind of make of this sort of um 80s synthy industrial little bit of revival that we're noticing particularly in the rock and metal side of things i don't know uh how much that you listen to but we, you know there is a little bit of revival where you're finding people are introducing synth and that 80s kind of sound well i'm not following any i'm not following the scene to be honest i i i, I i'm not really I'm very bad at following uh, the the contemporary style of music. Uh, might be good, might be not. Uh, <laughs> so when we, you know, we play all these festivals, uh, especially in around Germany, you know, Belgium, and unfortunately not the UK, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, there's still time. I hope. But uh, we we meet all these people. We meet all these nice people all the time uh and all these new bands but it's strange because you know we feel like we, we a lot of all, a lot of the bands are coming from from the area where the festivals are you know we come down there and there's all hypes going on and we don't understand anything <laughs> you know we, we feel like we're sitting on the top of this iceberg up here not you know just doing our thing and not have a clue what's going on <laughs> so it's a little weird and um, yeah, that's that. what I mentioned earlier. We're just so old school as, I don't know. It's hard to keep up as well, because obviously yeah. the world we live in these days and the glut of streaming services, YouTube yeah. videos and stuff yeah. like that. How yeah. how does Zeromancer cope with that aspect of being a band? Do you even- Not, not good, not good. We're, we're so old fashioned. Our social media, uh, we're, we're just bad at following up. Uh, we have to admit. Uh, that we're uh, we like the physical aspects of music. Uh, we understand. I mean, it's it's great. Uh, I myself don't have Spotify, uh, but um, 
I buy stuff from iTunes and I buy the physical stuff. Uh, so we're dinosaur in that aspect as well. So uh, we, I think we could have lot, gained a lot more uh, momentum and more, more, you know, get more mansur heads if we were having the uh, um, the focus on doing uh, more social media, have have all those platforms. But we're in that. I I think we we just. I can't cope with it. I just have to do the music. I, it's enough for me, you know? And people have to uh, discover us uh, through other other, other ways, I think. And it might be a drag. We might should have put more effort to it, used more money in, uh, in having a, a, a structure. But um, I don't know. <laughs> but work. Yeah, <laughs> it's work, you know? It's, I have to concentrate on other things. I don't have that. I don't have that um, uh, that time for it. Yeah, and you got to have the drive for it as well. And the frustrating yeah. yeah. thing aspect is, is that you can perhaps learn the tricks of the working, the algorithms and stuff like that. Yeah. And then two yeah. months later, it all changes. It changes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. I mean, turning fifty late to this year. I think it's the time is running out for 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 that kind of work. Um, um, it's all about making music and just. I like speaking to you guys. I have to admit, doing interviews, speaking with people from from the UK, especially, so nice. I wish that we were talking about it yesterday. We have had had uh, a few more interviews from, uh, with English, um, both magazines and radio. And it's so nice and it's such a drag that we haven't been playing more shows in the UK than we have. So we, it's very, very high on Serum Master's list. Come back to the UK and play shows. You know, it's, Why is that, do you think? Do you think, is it a disconnect no um, on our side in that the audience <laughs> doesn't really, really go no, for industrial? I'm not sure because a, a lot of our fellow artists are going to the UK and do a lot of shows. But we, um, I think... The shows that we've played in in the UK, we've had uh, several shows in London. Played a Shep show in Sheffield uh, many years ago uh, with Simon. We did uh, shows with Paradise Lost ages ago, and it was it was amazing shows. Yeah. And the feedback was, I mean, we were playing Wolverhampton with Paradise Lost. That was with Simon, and we sold more CDs than than Paradise Lost did as a supporting act, um, and because. Uh, we have, you know, we have a, a certain energy uh, on, on stage. We have, um, there's, it's just, I feel that Serum Answer on stage is something, um, uh, I don't know. We're drained when we go on. Yeah. It's just our heads, everything. It's just like we, 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 we feel um, we give everything on stage. Uh, and I think, We've, we've done shows in the US as well. And I think audience like that is they are reacting to that. They, they, they understand that and um, there's certain respect going. Um, oh, so it's, yeah. Absolutely, I completely understand. Um, myself and one of the other writers of the site has a sort of mantra, which is if you look like you're enjoying yourself on stage, it's infectious mm, and uh, it will yeah. you know, spread. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we, we haven't done any shows uh, during the pandemic uh, where, where, where it's been possible to play shows uh, for less people uh, sitting on chairs. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it's, we're not desperate at all. Uh, we're not playing a show until there's a full crowd. 
So that's for sure. And we, yeah. Is that, um, is that, is that coming up? Is that more available in Norway now? Because here in the UK, we're, yeah, we're going back in that direction. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but you're, you're ahead of us actually in the UK. Uh, we're a bit slower here, taking things a little slower. Uh, people are telling me, yeah, it's opening up, but I'm not so sure. I'm not really believing it. Uh, um, with Serumancer, we have nothing booked uh, um, in 2021, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, with Simon, we have a few shows in December. I'm not so certain that it's going to happen for a, for, a, for a full crowd. Right. So my hopes are not so high, uh, but um, we'll see. We're... we're we're really looking forward to come back to the stage because it, it's, it, it has been like for a year and a half now. It hasn't bugged me at all. Mm. Uh, we've had time to just be creative and it's been great. Uh, but now I'm kind of feeling because, you know, releasing an album without supporting it with a tour. Mm, it's, it just, it's a real, real tough thing. And especially this album, we, we kind of made it for playing live. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't be hard at all to go and rehearse it and uh, be ready. Um, so hopefully next year, you know, that the album is still alive, you know. That's... I mean, you're not alone in that regards. There are many, <laughs> many bands who released an album during the height of the pandemic, in <laughs> yeah, early stages, yeah. and still haven't been able to tour it. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, yeah. For you then... For you, then, mm -hmm. what's the most exciting thing for you personally about Zero Mance that you look at and go, okay, I've got all this other work going on. I'm a busy, <laughs> busy man, but Zero Mance, this is what's really exciting me at the moment. Mm. Well, you know what? Um, uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you a story about the, the graphics on this one, on the album, um, uh, which is a little different. Uh, when we started... Uh, bringing this album up i go into the studio and look at the demos and and then we start changing it all again and then um i also had the time to go through um i had a bunches of suitcases uh left over from my grandfather who passed away many years ago and he was an amateur phot photographer and he took i mean thousands of photo uh, photographs of his family and vacations and you know in uh, in the western part of norway where he, where he came from and uh, and those pictures or those photographs they were all slides and they were given to me uh, as like kim you can you take a responsibility of this and i was like yeah of course i'll i'll, I'll keep this but i don't know when i have the time to go through it and and i had that um in the pandemic situation, you know? And I was starting going through these, all these thousands of slides uh, when working on the album. And then I instantly see that, my God, there's so many golden shots here that uh, would suit the Serumancer album, but make it even more personal because it's all my grandfather stuff, you know? Taking pictures of my mom and my, her sister and, and my uncle, you know? And it gives the whole album a different, uh, uh, aspect and um it's a funny thing that yesterday i find out that the, the, the front cover of the album uh is a picture of uh you see a, a back head uh, the back head of a person driving a car across a bridge in new york and yeah. the, the the picture is distorted you know and and it's nothing done uh with the picture it's, it's the original shot it's just a bad shot mm. but uh and 
uh, when I was visiting my my parents uh, yesterday, they had the CD laying on the uh, on the table, and they had relatives from from where my grandfather's coming from yesterday, and they were telling me, "Do you know about this photo?" They say, "Like, uh, well, no, I know that my grandfather went to New York with his uh, brother, and they were driving around." Yeah, but he said, "Like, you know what car they were driving? No, they were driving a hearse." He so my my grandfather's brother his his son was living in lake placid at the time this is the 70s and he had three three cadillac hearses you know the, the cars for driving to funerals and stuff you know so this this photo is taken from the back of the hearse and my grandfather he's just a funny guy they had made bunks in the back of this uh, hearse so they were laying there you know and, and 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 had the curtains still there and they were drawing the curtains aside when cars were passing and waving to people like playing dead in the first place it's just struck my mind it's like i i didn't know about this you know it's so much it makes the the cover even more you know uh, just give it gives it a little more depth i would say <laughs> That's incredible because I am looking at it right now myself and okay. without knowing the story, absolutely, yeah, story, it'd be like, okay, that's a, it's an interesting picture. Yeah, uh, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea. I mean, it's just, this was told to me yesterday. It's just, just a great story. And yeah. <laughs> you, you must have a wealth of Zero Mancer stories over the X amount of years. Do you ever feel like you want to get them out in a certain way? I'm not saying write a book or whatever, but in some other way, expressive way to be able to tell people who are particularly those that potentially have followed Zero Mancer from day one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's something I've, I've, I've uh, been thinking about for a long time. And I think when, when you reach that age, when you feel that you no longer can um, uh, do what you're supposed to do in that manner of fashion that people expect, uh, which might be in a few years. I mean, we're growing old, you know, and we have some health issues, uh, a few of us. And uh, then I think we'll have the time to do es especially that because mm. what you're doing when you're, when everything is just, you know, ding, 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 you don't have the time to look back and you don't want to really look back because you want to look ahead. Yep. So I think that's that this time is going to come uh and uh, there's so many stories to tell <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of good good ones as well and i feel like i'm there's some dementia growing here because i'm 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 there's so much stuff i don't remember and uh, but uh, alex the vocal uh, the vocalist in, in seermancer he he remembers it all and he uh, he can retell everything uh, in a much better way than i can so it's good to have him but we have to do it <laughs> before anyone else uh, you know uh, if you never know what what's gonna happen the next day do you so of course of course but I, 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 i'm 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 it's it's gonna happen in one way or the other i'm, I'm telling you yeah and i like the fact that you said you know for now let's focus on the future it is orchestra of knives 24th of september kim thank you so much for taking the time to do this oh it's been very very nice talking to you man thank you very much for watching you can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on facebook instagram twitter and tumblr Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?